Back in the 70s, board games and improv theater had a baby, and it was called the role-playing game. These games allowed a generation of kids to live out their dreams of slaying dragons and saving kingdoms, all while sitting in their bedrooms and basements. Today, gaming has moved into the cultural mainstream, and role-playing games are back with a vengeance. Join us now as five of these former kids come out of the basement and onto the internet to experience adventure, mystery, and obscure pop culture references. It's time for Roll for Combat. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat. I'm your GM and host, Stephen Glicker, and in this week's show, the boys continue to explore the Elven Temple, and they finally make it to the Temple of the Twelve. Will they survive all the deadly traps? Will they survive the crazy beasts? Will they just survive? Find out this week. Also this week, I talk about a GM PC tip of how to keep your PCs engaged in the story. So right now it's kind of a quiet time at the Roll for Combat compound. We are getting ready for Gen Con. We're also getting ready for the Pathfinder playtest. We've been talking to Paizo quite a bit. Probably going to be doing some Doomsday Dawn scenarios. Probably be doing some interviews. Maybe get some people from Paizo to actually play with us. Talk to them quite a bit. We're still figuring out all the details, but I will let you know as soon as I find out. We're also going to be doing a review for the Starfinder Armory very soon. That comes out at the end of the month, and we should be getting our hands on that any day now. And then I got a review up pretty soon after that. I know a lot of people are looking forward to that book. Also, another side note is that we launched a new podcast, sort of. If you notice on this channel, we put pretty much everything. We put the Dead Sons Adventure Path. We put the Starfinder Societies. We put the interviews. We put the PaizoCon stuff. Pretty much everything and everything is on this feed, and it will continue to do so. But if you want, we also just launched, as a completely separate feed, the Roll for Combat Starfinder Society. If you just want to listen to Starfinder Society and don't want to hear the Dead Sons Adventure Path, that is your loss. But you can still listen to us and play some Starfinder Society. We have quite a few shows coming on up. We have, let's see, 1-10 already finished. 1-04 we're playing through right now. We also have 1-02 Fugitive on the Red Planet coming up. And for that, we got two Paizo developers playing with us. And I'm just going to tell you that they do things that they've never even seen. That's right. Paizo developers, both of them five-star GMs. Both of them have played hundreds and hundreds of Pathfinder sessions. And the things they do, they actually even outdo themselves. It is insanity. And that will be coming up in a few weeks. But to get back to the original point, if you want to find the Roll for Combat Starfinder Society podcast, you can just go to iTunes, you can go to Stitcher, you can go to Android. I'm going to put some links on Discord, there's links on Facebook, there's links on Twitter. Pretty much everywhere you need to go, you can find it. Just look for that and you will find it. Also, if you do like us and you like the show, it would be awesome if you can go to Roll for Combat Starfinder Society on iTunes and give us a review. We have a couple of fans who did really nice reviews, and since it's early, those reviews will be showing up quite a bit when people search for it. So if you do like the show, it would mean a lot if you can do a nice little written review. It would help us out quite a bit. 
Otherwise, let's get into this week's episode. Tuttle starts to clean the moss and mold, and sure enough, the the fascinating part is that these are carvings, and sure enough, because they're carvings, they were collecting water, which then collected organic material, which made a perfect repository for mold and other fungus to grow on top of it and make it completely impossible to see. With a little bit of time and effort, you're able to clean off the ring of mold, and sure enough you're starting to see a pattern. Do you continue to clean the rest of the floor? Absolutely. Jason McDonald is playing the Soki mechanic Tuttle Blacktail and his drone, Cheddar. You clean the entire floor, takes a good hour, but you see a weathered yet perfectly symmetrical circle of 12 carved stars. It's a perfect circle in addition you do notice around the pattern there appears to be words and letters that resemble the strange writing from the drift rock. Oh, all right, here we go. Bob Marquis is playing the human envoy, Rusty Carter. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, Moe's dunking his wait, head. Wait, wait, I, I speak that language of the drift rock now, I think. Chris Beamer is playing the Lashunta operative, Hiroji. None of you do. No, no, no. That was actually a species that has never been identified in by any any known race in space. Space elves. John Stats is playing the Vesk soldier Mo Dupinski. But the uh, the elves worshipped it as some sort of god or something. Well, these or elves did. These elves did. These are special elves. Uh, does Wales identify these as? normal elves or what kind of like is this from a culture that he recognizes yes these were the otari elves they are ancient ancient species that existed long before any other sentient beings were on this planet and they died out long long ago millennia millennia ago they are ancient from hundreds of thousands perhaps even millions of years ago well, and of course, the quest that we've been on this entire time is to track down this one journal that will actually allow us to read this this language, hopefully, or at least get some information about them. But OK, so obviously this race of elves that lived on this planet long ago was in contact with this alien species, correct? Or it could be the same species. Yes. To do a little recap, because it has been quite a while, the... The writings of the journal from Zahn had similar runes and depictions from what you found in a drift rock, which is why you're chasing down this person who has some material um, and also was the leading scholar for this journal, and she was kidnapped. Sure enough, going on the same journey that Zahn went on, you have now discovered some of those same runes and designs and letters that were found on the drift rock, which confirms that the two are definitely connected. How and what that means, you have no idea. Do we have any communication method back to civilization from here? Can our comm units call home? I will say no. Okay. Yeah, don't have, there's the, no cell tower. No, no cell, cell tower here in the jungle. That's fine. <laughs> um, I want to, I want to do a life science check. Uh, about how much time long? How long would this growth of mold represent? 
As in, would Halakim Zahn have even seen these? Well, the thing is, the mold is definitely old and new at the same time. Some of this mold is fresh, and some of it is ancient, and it's been like layered on for years. So think of it this way. It's not like this mold is 10,000 years old. The mold is new. But it, it just, does imply that the Solstarni group never saw this. It does. Display, yes, definitely. It was, it was completely covered. But Whether Zahn saw it a hundred years ago, you have no idea. This definitely okay. That's what I was kind of yeah, curious that about. You have no but idea. It, def- it definitely means that the Solstani people would not have seen this. Definitely, it this was too fresh. Yeah, they then no one saw. They're this. digging the in the wrong ones. place. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, obviously, we're going to take recordings and pictures and scans of this entire room as evidence, without, of course, removing or disturbing the rooms. Correct. That that is correct. It's be scientifical, yeah. Right. So I explained that to Doctor Tuttle of the scientific method and what he should do. I actually, I, I take the body of the bug and I, I actually pull it out of here and throw it off the uh, the arm. Okay. Yeah, that I'm fine with. That's cool. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's annoying me. You really like to mansplain everything, don't you, Rusty? Well, uh, I, I, it's actually in this case I was doing it on purpose, of course. As opposed to when you're doing it by accident. Yeah. Tuttle kind of like just sneers at him. And, Thanks, Rusty. I think, I, I, think new, I got this one. Probably a new term. Human splain? That's it. He's mm. a speciesist. He's not actually like, you know. Anyhow, so you do manage to, you can obviously take pictures. I mean, you know, those are available in your commune. And you can talk to each other, but you definitely can't talk to civilization. You do notice that these ruins and um, letters, they're similar to the drift rock but not quite the same it's almost like a maybe an older or a different dialect so you're definitely gonna need someone with someone someone with like solstarni's experience or similar to try to understand what you're looking at i'm guessing this is the earlier uh, emanation of the species it went out into space and it had massive technology and went out with a newer language i think that's my hypothesis I'm just a um, hack scientist, but that's my hypothesis. Tuttle gives Hiroji the same blank stare he just gave Rusty. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Hiroji. Yeah. think I got this. I uh, will submit a paper. Um, to who? who? Who would take your paper? <laughs> <laughs> I know people. Um, I Wallace actually has no, another no. interesting idea. He goes, wait a second. Uh, uh, Mr. Tuttle, uh, do, do you want to go up to the hand? I, I think I, I think I figured something out. Oh, the hand? Are you yes. talking about me? I'm talking about yeah, 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 yeah. You're not Tuttle. Yes, let's go talk to the no hand. No one's seeing my ro- I mean, you guys uh, see my rolls, but for those of you listening, Walos is rolling 18, 20. Like he's he's yeah. he's he's Wailos. rolling really good rolls. I'm not just I'm not just hand feeding this to you. He actually is and rolling and he's juggernaut. killing it. Honestly, I have to say, now Steve, I'm planning on giving him a very good recommendation at the end of this. Yeah, he's yeah. he's actually uh I don't think he's rolled anything lower than a sixteen, so he's 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 Depen- making it. Depending on what we find up here, the episode title "Talk to the Hand" is possibly important. <laughs> like That's that. a great. <laughs> Wait, let's you get to, uh, you, you take a look from the hand, and from this angle, you look at the the elf that is reclining. Now, Zahn referred to this as the plague warden because there appears to be 
The elf's simple robe and hair are both sculpted of heavily weathered metal, and it's corroded, and it appears like there's raised markings of painful welts. However, if you look at it a different way, those are not welts. Those are something else. Is it stars again? It's full of stars. That is correct. Maybe you might even know what that is. All right. Does it match the pattern from inside the other room? Give me a science, life science check. Oh, we only got a 26. I'm slacking off now. Oh, man. Uh, Maybe we need Hiroji's input on this. Hmm. I know a thing or two about a thing or two. Have you written a a paper on this? Hardy, har, har, har. I've read a paper. It was a a bit of a rag, yes. Tell us, Tuttle. You do see that these are not boils, but rather stars. Much like the skin elven monks used to use, and you've heard about this in ancient past, that they would mark themselves with geometric patterns of the stars and the heavens. So Zahn, being the hack that he was, had no idea what he was looking at. As for what these stars represent, that one is a little bit unknown to you because you can't seem to recognize the pattern. Plus, it's like a huge statue that's reclining. It's not as easy as a flat map. So probably at this point, it'd be best just to take some pictures and refer to it later. Okay, we will go ahead and do some do a, some documentation of it. Catalog it, put little tags on it, stuff like that. So... I think there's nothing left for you to rip apart. Hold there's the, <laughs> on. Hold uh, on. Uh, Mo, is, Mo is having his, um, his yeah, siesta. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's, he's, he, he, fag- he figured something out. What did you figure out, Mo? What did you, he's are you even tub. here? Okay, so yeah, I'm listening. I've got the comm on the edge of the tub, and I'm listening. I hope that it doesn't fall in and electrocute me, but... Um, he's going to stick his head under the water and look to see if there's anything interesting at the bottom of the tub. Wow. Okay. Really? Define interesting for a vesk. Food. Um, shiny. Something shiny. Well, anything like, I mean, it could be uh, a, 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 anything like a drain, anything like words, anything like just anything that's not just blank, you know? I mean, sure. I, be, I say over the comps, be a anything trap like door a star pattern. A star pattern would be no, interesting. No, you're not wrong. You're, you're absolutely not wrong. Give me an engineering check. <laughs> okay. Uh, for Mo? Yeah, for Mo. Right. No, um, for Tuttle. Yeah, for you. You're the one doing it. Well, all right. Um I He's not properly can't. I'm not proficient in that. In that. Right, yeah. Oh, well, in that I case, you that. find a drain. And you're like, hey, guys, the water, it goes out. That's all you know. He could do an um, well, intelligence guess... check or like a, uh, or like maybe a perception. If it's anything that has... Sure, do a perception check. All right. Well, this will be just as bad. 13. 13. Hey, yeah. guys, the water, it leaves this tub... There's like this hole in the ground. Cool. Well, I'm going to relay um, that yeah, information Mo? to the party. <laughs> Boom. Mo, well, while you're in the bath, why don't you stay off this line? We can wait, maybe you can get on another channel. Yeah. Well, he's he's going to get out. He he he's cleaned up and he's going to see if the uh, does. By the time he puts his armor back on, um, 
Has the film on top of the uh, water gone away? It's getting there. I don't know. You're pretty disgusting. Oh, okay. I just thought it might magically clear or something like that. So no, no. It's no, just it's just natural. Film. It's new, just new film. Yeah, you know what? I don't think your armor like has a cleaning cycle. It's not like the sonic shower. So you're just gross, man. Well, it's less gross than he was. I, I, I think we're all gross, ago. though. We're all pretty Yeah. Nasty. All right. So this is probably... Tuttle? I mean, Moe is definitely the least gross now. Yeah, I'm nice and clean. I, I can self-groom by licking my fur. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I have issues with that. Yeah. Mo, Mo you go in, you feel awesome. You're like, wow, uh, I belong here. This is my new home. Well, I guess we still have traveling to do, though. As nice as it would be to stay... Um, I it's agree. Go. Um, we got we got our we got our roll just to recap. We got our move quickly roll on today's. Uh, so we we gotta squeeze this for all of the juice we can get. Indeed. I'm I'm gonna go to this fountain. The one thing I want to know about that is that just pure water coming up out of nowhere. Well, I no. told you about the drain. No, there's actually pipes that hang from the ceiling above the broad basin, and the walls are slick with moisture. You can tell that the water is actually just being collected by the condensation in the forest, and it's just dripping down constantly into this pool, and it's just naturally, you know, collecting rainwater, and there appears to be a very slow drain that's keeping it at more or less mm. a constant level. And uh, But it is magical, which I cannot tell because I can't take magic. Mysticism. But... You actually can. Uh, you yeah, can. yeah. I would, like to, I would like to check that because it looks magical to me. You can do a mysticism check even though you guys have absolutely no magic whatsoever. I am trained in that, though. You're trained in magic. You're trained well, in the ways. Mysticism. Great. Uh, I must find it. Hold on. While he's doing that, um, where did we land on the concept that actually this might be directions to the aliens? Like, like the star. Yeah. All of the okay, nine... Yeah, you sure? You think it's totally magic? Sure. Nice. I don't trust magic. I don't like it. You, 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 you have no idea if it's magic or not, but you think it's magic. So, what was your, what were you saying, Rusty, about? Uh, okay. Um, so, where do we all land on the concept that all of these different star patterns are a map to where these aliens are from, or possibly where the elves are from? But basically, like, can, can we use this to plug in the sixth? Or where they're going yeah. to? I think they might be going to. Them. Can we use all these different maps to plug in the sixth Chiron and and program our Stargate to go there? Uh, not at this point. I mean, you have to. Your level one computers will not be able to do that. You're going to need more specialized equipment, say at Starfinder Society or the university or so forth. Okay, but um, do we? Okay, if I if I space Google from my own little level one computers, can do any of these constellations look like stars that we know of in our sky? Not in this area, no. Much further away. But but we know of their existence. Okay, that's fine. Yes. Great. Uh, you would have to do using like these. Rep- Here's the thing: they represent and are close to other constellations, but because of time and distance and just drift of hundreds of thousands, yeah, yeah, if not a million sure. years, they moved. So you're going to have to do the old calculations from Star Trek when Data had to like you know do all the math in the astrological yeah, yeah. lab of like days of computations to figure out where things were. Do you remember an alien when they got woken up early and it was like, um, uh, that's not our system. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, that's where we are. Well, at least in the room. 
All right, so uh, we've taken recordings of every single one of the star charts. We have explored each of the individual areas. Wayless, have you looked over every single piece of Elvish and alien uh, language in this area? Yes, yes, yes. In fact, what's fascinating is there doesn't really appear to be any real Elvish writings. Uh, the only things that you notice are pictures and pictographs and uh, images. The only things we found were some of those strange runes in the head. Otherwise, the rest is just pictures. All right. Were you able to translate any of them into an identifiable message beyond what you've told us already? Absolutely not. Okay. Uh, are we all blessed such that we could sleep here tonight? We're not sleeping here tonight. Why would we not? It because... is a closed and defensible position. We have a guy with a sniper rifle. We've got a head which has views all around. We know but it was a dangerous Our job is to move, right? and we did a shortcut how, move today. Yeah, how far did we get? I kind of Since it kind of jumps across episodes, how far did we get when we had to stop here in the first place? How much of a day would we be burning if we stop here? That is an excellent question. I will have to look up. Give me a second, please. My sleeping overnight was more based on Hiroji than anyone else, and he's down well, to one I, resolve point. Yeah. yeah, I'm having issues. Like, We're not going to get another encounter. We I'll got say, the guy who's um, been whammy. Six. Actually, I had it. Oh, you know what? I actually wrote it down. You've, you, you managed to get halfway today. You got the good roll, which will be 12, hour, 12 miles. You've done six. I'm going to say you've been here at least an hour, if not two, by now. Plus, you have to combat everything. So, at most, you might get three more miles today if you left. It's up to you. Like, we don't get extra I'm thinking rest. maybe we stay here, then. This is a little yep. more defensible from, like, wild like, wild critters and stuff. So, And, and it has fresh water and blessed water. Well, it's a little vesky right now. But, I mean, otherwise, it's quite fine. <laughs> yeah, but that's it, true. It's going to... It's gonna cycle out. Natural, though. natural spring water with a hint of vest. <laughs> you know that makes your bones strong. It's yeah. better than benzene rings. Okay, what well, what frequency did that uh, Sharon communicate with her partners? Did she check in every day, every hour, every week? It seemed to be approximately every day, and it is only one way directional. Uh, text messaging where she would give messages of how she was harassing you is it in common or sharon so she never she never responded back no one ever responded back to her or gave her she, any she only received she did not send she so. only no she only sent she never received any comms uh, back she just sent out reports i'm gonna say let's in three days let's send a message saying uh they arrived here and i killed them why would you wait three days to do that? Because they're still actually going to, even if they don't believe it, they'll, they may actually believe that we're three days behind. What you could tell is the the messages were details of tracking you. Like, they are a fairly detailed account of everything you've been doing up to this point. It's almost like she was listening to a podcast. Ah. Yeah, so she's. they know that she's engaging us today. Do they know that? I'm asking Steve. Not what you. was the last thing she said? Well, she's been telling them that. Um, it does. I don't know that detail. Yet. Okay, I'll tell you what it says. If you give me one second, please. A lot of people are talking. Hold on. I feel bad for this elf who fell here. <laughs> Iron golem. They the last ish the last communication says that her and two cultists were taking shelter inside the giant statue. 
and considers it an easily defendable site that affords ample vantage points to watch out for your group and snipe at them from a distance. Okay, right, so they did not specifically mention engaging us yet. Right. Not uh, yet. I'd like to delay before we send any message of the kind, because even if we somehow don't use the right code word, if we delay a day or two, what they'll get is that, hey, they're using that communicator, but they may think that we're here two days in the past. We might still surprise them by arriving quicker than they expect. Something else, um, just an FYI, That's a good the idea. invisible creature by the feet is still there as well. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, let's search that. Too. Well, <laughs> that's it's a creature, but it's still invisible. Them's good eating. And no, it might it might have like stuff like shiny bubbles that it consumed. Yeah, I will. Hiroji will search that. Well, we thought it also do a knowledge visible check when it first. died. Yeah, be do a knowledge check. Try to figure out like what this thing is. That's true. I'm, I can. Uh, I still don't believe in the invisible monster. I'm just going to ignore all this com- conversation. Oh, it uh, hits you. Hiroji, I wasn't all that sure about that. Hiroji would love to roll something above a uh, a nine. It would be nice. So it's an aberration. Which one is the aberration? I forget. Uh, dungeoneering. Yeah, back in the day. But yeah, back in the day. Yeah. Okay, you roll that. You roll your dungeoneering. Tell me how that goes. <laughs> I'm looking for it. I can't find it. I'm gonna roll a perception first. Okay, you can roll it. I'm gonna find it. Let's see if I can see what I say. Wow, with 29. Yeah, you can definitely see this thing. It is now kind of like a bright blue color, and it has a bluish tone to it, but it's huge. I mean, this thing is 15 feet by 15 feet. It is absolutely tremendous. And those tendrils that were, like, falling off of it are stretched all the way across, they're probably like 200 feet long. Wow. So it's just dropping them down from like hundreds of feet in the air. All right. Uh, it was literally fishing for you. For, yeah. For, for Roach is going to fish for it. It's a life he's science gonna, check. He's going to take his um, flaming knife. Okay. Life science. Do what, he, do what he does and uh, cut yeah. off a tendril and put it in his pack. Okay. Um, they're rather long. The tendrils are 15, or sorry, seven feet I, long. I, I take a uh, one meter strand. Okay. Uh, life science check if you wish to know what the heck this thing is. Oh, I do. Yeah. By the way, all creature checks for knowledge are either life science or mysticism. Yes. This I do know. And thus I took ranks in these things. There is. No one else did. One, I think, engineering for, um, for, for constructs, maybe. I have ranks in all uh, of that stuff. Uh, I am a skill monkey. I'm oh, yeah, you're skills. right. Engineering. Tuttle does not partic- with a 10, Tuttle does not particularly recognize the creature. Uh, that's not true. I would assume, Well, I would assume, or at least doesn't know a lot. You know what now? You actually, the, the, it's a lot lower now. You know what this is. You've heard of it. It's called a sky fisher. No. Skyfisher? Yes, okay. a skyfisher. It literally is fishing for you. Uh, someone else would have to roll a much higher to know more details. Morgan, hold on. Hold, please. I think skyfishers are a myth. I don't believe in them. Oh, wait. You rolled ah. a one for a ten. <laughs> Good job. Wow. You also know it's a skyfisher. You know very much about these. These are also... But since you're from Castroville, you get a bonus. These are sky jellyfish. They actually live in the ocean, and when they get to a certain size, they actually crawl on the rocks, get a big breeze of air, and float up into the sky and live the rest of their lives floating above the heavens. 
and they release very long tendrils that will entangle and ensnare creatures and then they wait till that they are incapacitated and then reel them up and eat them i don't like sky fishers and since they are similar to jellyfish they have the ability to go completely nearly invisible they're not really invisible they just manage to make their skin completely transparent yeah. it's, it's like think portuguese man of war Portuguese Man of War is uh, is like a gas bubble that floats above the uh, sea. And it's incredible. It's an incredible creature that it's it's it's, it's boggling that it even exists. Well, know. I think it's horrible. I've heard actually that if they hold on to you for a full round, that they plant their eggs in you. Uh, <sighs> Mo, did that happen to you? No. You, what you know is not right. Uh. Well, no, Hiroji no, no. believes the magic water was able to clean the eggs yeah. out. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I know. Yeah. I'm going to search this information. thing for treasure. Did it hold on to any weapons for creatures nope. that it killed? Nope. Nope. You might find some partially digested creatures in its digestive tract, but that's about it. All right. Well, I just took a shower, so I'm not going to search. Uh, no, it's completely useless. It was literally a floating jellyfish that almost killed you all. All right, so are we? We're we're setting up camp well, here. Mostly, almost killed Mo. Yeah. Well, yeah. mostly Mo. Yeah, like which me. was funny. It did like you. You were tasty. All right. Well, Mo is taking off his armor again since we're not moving, and uh, he's going to uh, get a bunk. Oh here, no, here we're moving. Temple. We're I think we're moving. No, double time. They don't. They don't want to move. I think oh. we should be moving. I mean, that's the whole. I point. think we should stay here. I think. I we... believe stay. We, we aren't going to get more than a couple miles before it gets dark anyway, so we might as well use the defensible location. All right. What does our med kit do for us? No, it just gives us aids uh, to uh, rid ourselves of pestilence. Horrible, horrible yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't. Uh, are you when, sure? No, dude. When I was poisoned, overnight, I used a lot of med kits, if you'll recall. Yeah. Overnight, we're going to get four hit points back. It'd be nice. I mean, I, I want stamina points back. You get them all back. You, you already have. You already have all, already, your stamina you points. have all your stamina points. Yeah, that's already happened. That's <laughs> yeah, we yeah, waited well, ten well, minutes. Well, you may have missed that. Oh, yeah. You know, so again, let's um, let's do a forced march. Well, uh, no, a, a, a trail of tears, a baton death right. march. Let's do it. Two two people have said uh, stay. Two people have said go. How do we divide the clock? Um, it's up to Tuttle. I think Cheddar I mean, it's has. Cheddar, Cheddar, yeah, Cheddar. Cheddar gets it's an extra Cheddar. vote. I think Cheddar we're staying put. Okay, no, we're staying in place. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. Th- I don't think three miles is going to make the difference of catching up to them. Right. I I will go with the uh, majority. Uh, let's rest. Okay, uh, Steve. I want to spend the rest of the day using my natural skills at deception and lying to see if I can decipher exactly her style of writing and communication methods, so that I could duplicate it using a bluff check later. Okay, we'll say you need four hours to do that, and okay. you would need to do a sense motive. I'll say. Okay. Cool. I'm going to go ahead and burn one more resolve point and get those last two points for cheddar. Okay. okay. Uh, Hold on, I'm adding D6 to that. That's very useful. That's very useful. All right, so only a 17, my sense motive. Well, you do notice there appears to be some pattern of some sort. The words and intonations um, are odd in the way that she writes, 
So there's something to it. Unfortunately, you need more time to know what the heck she was trying to do. But you can definitely tell that it wasn't like, it wasn't a normal letter nor talking style. It was sort of weird and jittery with uh, mentions of hailing destruction and death sort of mixed in there here and there. So it's hard to know if she was just a devolt cultist or she had some secret message or she was just insane. It could be any of these. It's hard to know. All right. Well, well, we're trying. waiting a day so you can take another check can tomorrow. I? Right. What, 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 when can I check again, Steve? Sorry. You can check again, but I don't think you're going to learn much more because there weren't a lot of messages here. It wasn't like there was hundreds. There was only a couple of days worth. So you can try again, but I'm not sure if it's really going to help. Okay. Uh, do you want me to roll again now, or should I wait a day before trying again? Well, you're going to have to leave tomorrow. Um, you have time to do it one more time, I'd say, okay. before you Let rest. me give it another shot. And hold on. 19. It's better. 19. 19. Another Sorry, one. Sorry, it's the, the D1. Uh, in another level, I'll be able to re-roll that D6. God damn it. God, that's well, so amazing. See, I mean, maybe if you copy and paste one of the existing messages and take out the pieces of like where they're being harassed and keep in all the hell you know, uh, the hail to the Volter uh, devourer. Hydra. Exactly. The hail hydras and all those. Hydra. You, you might, maybe that will work. That's your best guess at this point. You don't know. All right, cool. Uh, if she sends it a certain time of day, I will send that message. If she already sent there's it. No, there's no pattern. That's fine. There's no Great. pattern. Uh, tomorrow I'll send that message. That's fine. Okay. Um, does anyone use any more healing or you just rest up for the night? I think we're all healed. No. Mo is uh, damaged, but he's just going to rest. Yeah, uh, Rusty I'm down three hit points and now. Mo are a little bit down. Everyone else is fully healed. All right, I'm going to check out this rifle I have. What do I actually have? Because I'm going to use it. Uh, oh, yeah, there's two swords, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have, you have uh, a tactical Sharon Eye rifle. It does 1d10 plus, I think, two for your level and skill set. Um. What 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 are the bonuses to those swords? There's like a implant or something on them. There's a fusion of some sort. Uh, like fusion, that's right. Engineering, yeah. Mysticism check to know what that. Oh, is. never mind. Oh no, no I, I I'm trained. I know from such things. I mean, I'm not great. But all right, what were the base swords? All right, uh, I'll do I'll do that on. Uh, They're just long swords. Mysticism sixteen more than enough. Um, these are actually defiant fusions, and they're level one. They weren't that hard, Mo. You probably could have figured it out if you spent two seconds. Um, basically, diffusion resists efforts to be removed from the wielder. And if you're wielding it and you're knocked unconscious, panicked, or stunned, it stays in your hand. And in fact, when they were dead, they were still in their hands. So, oh wait, oh their weapons, their weapon mm-hmm. will not be removed from their hands no matter what. Almost, that's, pretty that's much. That's kind of cool. All right, I like that. So if you're knocked unconscious, you don't have to pick it up; it's still in your hand. That's worth some credits. Yeah, it's worth rusty. Very rusty. Little. Oh well, you know yeah. we're going to use them. Definitely. It's worth twelve credits. <laughs> when yeah, you sell it, it. Really? it's, well, it's one hundred and twenty credits to buy. Fusions are cheap. Uh, it's only it's a level. It's not one. worth the, uh, the 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 weight that they are. No, no, I want one. I want to keep it. I want to use it. You can actually use it, right? 
You can infuse it on one of your weapons. Yeah, you can, in fact, if you I want. Can. Oh, we can take a fusion off what and then... What, what does it mean? It it what, yeah, what does it mean? Yeah, what does it mean it doesn't leave your hand? It basically... It resists... Things that would, things that would disarm you, like getting knocked unconscious, don't. Oh. But what if I want to drop it? Like you it can drop not. it at will. And also, if someone tries to use the combat maneuver disarm on you, it gives don't an work. extra bonus. There's a, there's a big bonus. So, long oh, yeah. story short, it stays in your hand. If you drop unconscious, panicked, or stunned, you normally drop everything you have. In this case, you don't. You would Wait, actually free, keep it. It stays free, in your hand. Drop it if you want. Okay. You know what it is? It's a uh, modern-day weapon cord. <laughs> Remember weapon cord from Pathfinder? Right. No, no, it, no, that's or a, uh, yeah, a um, uh, locked gauntlet. Exactly. Can, can, can we take that off? Uh, I, vote, I vote Moe's... Long two-headed weapon should get that. Well, can can we do that? Can we take it off of these and then reinstall it onto any other weapon? We have a tunnel. We have a. Uh, um, I don't know shadow. if there. I thought some. I thought some fusions could be moved and some fusions could. Yeah, I don't know if it's a slotted thing or you oh, know. Okay. I am looking it up to see if it's. Yeah, there's some that are permanent. And there's basically fusions that are permanent, and then there's what's called seals. And seals can be moved from weapon to weapon. Um, these are permanent. It's actually part of the longsword, so they cannot be removed. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, Damn. never mind. Wait, I wish uh, Bollocks was here. He would love that. He would take it and love it. What's his Bollocks you speak of? Yeah, Pollux would love that because he can, he's like, even if he died, like his sword would always be in his hand. Mm-hmm. That that seems to be in another universe. I don't know anything about. All right. Well, I, I, I'm I'm done. I'm I'm going to sleep. I'm not. Okay. Yep. You guys well, all actually, sleep. Yep. Have a restful yeah, night. I could have grown up. You. Oh God. Have we finally reached the part of the story where Chris betrays everyone? Uh, no. I'm just. I've not betrayed anyone yet. I mean, I'm not so sure about that. He okay. secretly saved you in a weird way, and that was that was that was yeah. you know what you know what you're lucky, man. I did not plan that. You, that could have gone really bad for you, but you just happened to kill yeah. someone who's super duper crazy evil, so it wasn't so yeah, bad. Yeah, I mean, when it, when the bugs keeps chattering and chitter chattering, you have to put it down. It's a bug. Ah, I see. Now that's that. See, that's that's just so rude to say. Isn't our contact to the Starfinder Society a bug? I mean, I'm yes. sorry, a bug. I mean, yes. I'm sorry, you I'm don't sure. know my personal opinions of that. I mean, I just newly am Starfinder Society. I'm not happy with bugs and bug planets <laughs> okay. and bug worlds. <laughs> All right, bug boys. So let's right. do a little bit of inventory management. You have Lashenta Ringware. These were these way too too bulk. The long swords are a bulk each. The shock grenades you have two. The guns are a bulk each. There's two guns. There's the shells. There's seven weeks of ration, which is seven bulk alone right there. So you're not going to be able to take everything with you. So figure out what you want to do. I wonder if we should leave some of this stuff here. Yes, this is a great um, rally point. Stash equipment here in case you come back. Agreed. Probably not a bad idea. I mean... There, there appears to be very to little no traffic in here. And the blessing and weirdness that creatures feel when they come in here probably uh, deters things from coming in here and staying and burrowing and making it their home. 
I'm going to take one of my laser pistols. I'm going to hide it in the main uh, chamber room. Right where Mo, Mo is right now. I'm going to hide it there. Okay, there's nowhere really to hide it in the sense that I know, I'm just going to sort of leave it there and, you know, I'm going to I'm going to put it leaves over it and maybe some feces. What did you put there? A laser pistol. Okay. Anyone else? Why would you even do that? That doesn't make sense. That makes sense. Well, if, I, if I'm really on the run coming back from death. Oh, okay. I, have one. I guess. If he murders all of us, it has to be. Yeah. He right. needs he needs a uh, um um uh, what's it called? The go bag. He's gonna keep his. He's gonna keep his bug out bag here. Yeah, the bug out bag. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, bug out bag. Yeah, I mean, I know I'm very good at survival. I can survive in this jungle indefinitely. You cannot. So what else? You have Lashunta ringware. That's pretty heavy. Who wants to shock grenades? But I mean, all of that has uh, environmental suit, which is very important to us. Who wants the guns and the grenades and the yeah, Mo does uh, I want a shot grenade. I'll take a shot grenade. Uh, can I use a sword? Does it count as a simple weapon? Nope. That's an, it's actually no. an advanced melee weapon. It's an advanced melee weapon. No, yep. Then nothing else I need. Yeah, there's a tactical dueling sword that the mm. bug had too, by the way. So. Yeah, but that also is. I can only use simple weapons. So. Rusty is a simple man from a simple I am. time. I prefer words. Do we all have to pull out our guns and shoot everything? It just seems so weird. Uh, you know, in, it's, 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 it's a very difficult environment we're in. We're in a jungle with hostile aliens. So words Wait, don't because work. because you're a native, you were able to identify this as a jungle. All right. I can see that you're from here. He is a man of science, after all. I'm <laughs> I've Hiroji, dabbled. I've dabbled. You have two shock grenades. Does anyone else want the other shock grenade? No, I'm okay. I'll take the other, the other shock grenade. The only thing we care about is the credit sticks. The ration, yeah. the rations can stay here. Rations we don't care about. We got. Well, we should take now, what about rations, the now huh? the scatter guns are interesting. The, there's a long arms though, so I think almost no one no. can use that. No. I would love to spe- take a spec in long arms at some point because total, the idea of total using a shotgun it, it, is pretty it, great. It, it's it's actually apparently not a bad idea. Like mouse with a shotgun. Yeah. Yeah, the scattergun's cool because you can use it uh, to shoot in a cone, and then everything in the cone gets hit. So. Right, it's only 15 feet, but yeah. Oh, that I would enjoy using. You know, your breath weapon. Can I aim For this you? one, yeah, it's like a breath weapon. Oh, by the way, when you wake up in the morning, um, all those side effects are gone. You know what? I'm going to actually take a scattergun uh, for my own personal use, and I will uh, lock and load it. Because, you know what? I could find myself in a situation where like I did last time, I need to cone them. But it's just a little damage, but whatever. I mean, I'm not gonna meta. Yeah, that's fine. Alright, so, uh, next morning, time to head out. What about the swords? Are you doing anything with the swords? Or are you just... Nope. Wait, yeah. the swords that are magical, right? They're worth... They have... they, yeah, they're, they're defiant long swords. There's two of those, and then there's a tactical dueling sword. They're worth How like... much is that worth? All together, each, they're worth, when you sell them, like 50 credits, approximately. Nah, we'll leave them there. We'll leave them here in our... Uh, uh, no, take everything until we run out of space, then we triage. You know. Yeah, but I think this is, might be our fallback. Yeah, you might be right, though. Yeah, take them we're, we're, we're very likely not going to come back this way. I mean, maybe we will, but it's a big jungle. For all we know, we'll get lost. I mean, you know. Yeah, those scatter guns are too bulked, too. No, we're not taking those. Between the swords, I think it's worth money. I think the scattergun was one bulk utility. I'm looking at 
Scratter shot. Oh, utility. I'm going to look at grape shot. No, that one's that one's too high. This one's a utility scatter gun. I really want to not look at this map anymore. I, I really, really want to see a new map. Yeah, it's one. Right. You're right. Okay, so all right, we can figure that out. I have the general basics here. So, what is the plan? Are you going to do the hard way or the long way? Oh, that's it. I remembered what I was going to tell you. I remembered. So, does someone have a survival kit? Yes, I think I do. Do you know the survival kit? If you use it, it gives you like a plus two to survival checks. I think I do. I think I really, I really looked into it. I had and you never used it, not even once, by the way. So. I need to double check. Do I have one? I do not. I was. If I thought I did, I was wrong. Well, I'm going to do my assist anyway, kit or not. I don't have one, so I'm just going to roll. I need to see if I have a survival kit though. Nineteen for an assist. Well, you guys are doing the um, more difficult way this today. Yeah, yeah, you do. Let's it's see, navigator's tools. Let's see. If, do you, you have, have a survival kit on my sheet? Yeah, it's navigator's tools. It's called. It's not a survival kit. It's called navigator's tool. You, oh yes, you I have, have that. I do yeah. have that. Yes. <laughs> that could be give you a plus two all along. So, <laughs> oopsie. Thank you. That's okay. Oh, I will assist. Uh, yes. Get right ahead. I think well, it's automatic. Well, who's doing the actual role? Is that Tuttle? Um, no, it's, uh, Hiroji. No, actually, Hiroji had been doing the rolls. Yeah, we're doing the assist. Well, I thought, I thought, uh, that 15, oh, man. No, that was an assist. So, Mo gives you an assist. You get a plus two for the notes, a plus two for the kid, and a plus two for Mo. And now another plus two from Tuttle. So, you got a plus eight. So, don't screw it up. Mm. Come on, Hiroji. Uh, I'll just give you, uh, moral support. I'm waiting for. Oh, moral support is over. So here we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, that was it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, I nailed Wolf. it. I nailed 31. it. Thirty-one. Wow, thirty-one. Yeah, you easily know where to go now. No problem whatsoever. Do you hike out of here? Yeah. Okie dokie. Oh, I'm going to take a day of no no environmentals. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. What? What? We still have that? to decide who is like if we're using our cooling resources too. No, we we we, we didn't. We we had a couple days we... that we got from them. No, what? I thought we had like spacesuits, like station suits that were yeah, cooled. Right. We don't we need do. to do that. I mean, like, I our armor could... is the is that? Our yeah, well, armor that we normally defaultly wear is that. John's is right, it? guys. Yeah, we don't need to do that. But there is a decision. Jason is also right, and whether or not he wants to don his armor. So if he's not going to go into combat with his armor on, he is he does has he has the cooling still working for him. I, I tend to not be a frontline fighter, so I could probably live without armor. So I'm going to do a day with no armor. Uh, I'll wear a spacesuit for a day. In fact, uh, I think I yeah. was wearing one earlier, for, so you I have did. a half a day on that one also. I'll wear a spacesuit for a day because that's what I do. Which means no armor, but you still get the environmental protection. You know what? I've never been missed ever for armor. Yeah, I know. Yes, ah, I might as well run buck naked and like, I, <laughs> yeah. And I have done that, and I will do it again. Um. Okay. So, are you gonna go that whole? Are you gonna do that? You can actually yeah, hit the um, take off the environmental suit and go for the heat stroke tunnel. Yeah, I'll do that. Wait a minute. No, you don't need to do that. We 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 just talked about this. The space suit protects you. You don't have to go through through any heat effects. Yeah. He's right. 
He was oh, right what? for what it's worth. Okay, spacesuit then, I guess. Okay, spacesuit. You guys managed like station to suit. Yeah. Um, go through the jungle with the greatest of ease, and you make 12 miles like it's nothing. Um, it's amazing when someone isn't harassing you how much easier this is. Yeah. You, you're, you're done for the day. That was it. So what do you want to do now? Uh, sleep for the night. Heal up for, for more. So am I, am I fully healed on my hit points and my stamina? Yeah, you're you're all good to go. Everything's good. Wow. Check. Well, no. I love that. I love this. Rusty I and Mo still need a little bit of healing. Sleep. Yeah. You wake I up. Don't like that. Yeah. You guys are all good to go. What are you doing? I can't be. I can't be worried. Day about ten. It's day ten. Okay. We travel to the destination. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm gonna do a survival assist for a twenty. Same twenty-three. Am I the man? Yeah. Really? Yeah, plus eight again. You guys okay, rolled well, really. Hiranji, you guys rolled, I believe. You guys rolled really good, you though. It is your planet, after all. Yeah. Right. I believe in you, Roji. You can do it. It's a ugly planet. A pug planet. Actually, he gets plus eight, 10, don't you? Because if it's your home world? No. You got notes? I oh, I thought he had, yeah, the I thought he had a plus, plus two, two for his home world. He does. He has a plus two, plus another plus two, plus two more plus twos. So it's plus eight. He, he, he's taking his time because he's trying to will the dice to roll well. Uh, yeah, no, come no, on. No. Just just roll, Hiroji. Let's go. Because he doesn't want to be embarrassed. Uh, what am I rolling? Life science? <laughs> Survival. Come on, man. Uh, no, no, no. I'm issues because uh, computers. Hopefully. All right. Now we're talking. 1e6 plus eight. 34. You cruise through the jungle, maybe even making up a little bit of time because you guys are flying. This has been the easiest couple of days you've had so far. It's almost weird. Um, actually, before we do that, like once we can, can I interject or yeah, sure. do, you, do you need to resolve something? No, no. Um, Tell me what you want. I remind uh, um, Rusty to send that message. Right. Okay. And actually, I was about to, but thank you for the reminder. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I was waiting for, like, the day is over. I'm waiting for Steve. The to day say. is over. Thank you. All right. Uh, so, yes, now I send that message. This, you got to tell me what you're sending. I'm not, like... Uh, I'm actually going to try and duplicate a previous status update message. And when she describes the place she was in... Okay. You have to tell me exactly what you... Right. You, okay. you have to tell me what you're going to say. Now, you can spend... I know. You can think about this, but I need to know. Fitting in with her other comments, what I'm basically going to say is uh, the foul, disgusting wastes of life have been eliminated for the glory of the greatestness. Now that was a stupid phrase. Uh, I have actually... The glory of the hypnotoad. Yeah. Uh, I, have, I have eliminated the horrible, disgusting wastes of life that, uh, have, that you have instructed me to deal with at the location of the lounging elf there's no there's no more throw in one throw in a dead cultist say again what i was gonna say throw in a dead cultist to make it sound like it was a tougher fight ah that's actually not bad one of my useless assistants has actually been exterminated and i have killed the other one and uh to make it just oh you're hitting send and i'm trying to wrap that around in language that she's used i get it so love and kisses all hail hypnotoad everything's lovey dovey Rainbows and unicorns. Got it. I'm ready to make my bluff check. Make the bluff check. All right. You know, realistically, I should make it because you don't know if you'd like if you made or not. 
What is your oh, bluff? It's like uh, 14, bluff, right? Bluff plus 14. If it's not high enough, I have the option of either re-rolling. If it still looks like an okay roll, I can add a d6 to it. That's Actually, I have that. an assist to bluff. Can I do that mm-hmm. as a counsel to him? I'll do it. Because I do know... What's your Matilda, uh, Zero. Okay. I'll give you a plus. This might go the wrong way. Okay, you assist, and you you actually help out with some of the... Now, believe it or not, Mo is strangely comfortable with horrible descriptions of cruelty and nasty things from his years of being a soldier. A bad yeah. soldier, but a soldier nonetheless. So he was able to add a little bit more oomph into it. Yeah, I get that. Rusty, Rusty's spelling and grammar were too good, and Mo added some. Mo added some misspellings. Yeah, yeah the DC actually, for right. mine. Right, it was one of those. Five. Oh, this is this is this is like for a college reading level. You need to bring it down to like fifth grade. So, huh? You think it went pretty well, and you, after looking it over a few times, it feels like it's part of the others. You hit send. Uh, then and... add any six to it. Then add okay, any six to got it. it. You think you did a really good job, and Wonderful. we should find out. But you think you, you guys actually think between the two of you, Mo and Rusty, you wouldn't think they'd make a good team, but maybe we have a new cop show. Nice. Eh, okay. I don't know if it was really an even partnership there. It's a bad cop, worse cop. Well, bluff of 14, bluff of zero. Well, you have it's Cheddar not... of uh, as the sidekick. Okay. That works. Psychic or psychic? <laughs> I actually think psychic sidekick. Would be I'll, I'll program. Right. I'll program him with some psychic abilities at the next, at one of his next levels. Was it like um, the friends Mac and Cheese? Oh hmm. God! Anyhow, um, okay, you send that off now. Since he never writes, or she, or it never writes back, you have no idea <laughs> if it was successful or not. But you'll find out soon yeah, enough. Eh, it can't hurt. Yeah, you sent out a message. I was. I missed it. Well, you know um, that was the plan. I had talked about it. Ooh, that's a terrible plan. You sent out a message. Wow, that's terrible. Well, yeah. I sent an update from her. If they get silenced, then they'll actually think that she was We are going to be hunted on a world that I used to hunt. It's ironical. Yeah. Well, what do you mean? Ironical. Well, well you were born here, now you get to die here. Give yeah. me a roll for... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Question. Oh, okay. Question for Dr. Tuttle. Can they trace this communicator? I'll answer that, Yes. Computers check. You don't uh, I know. need somebody who knows computers. Computers. Yep. Hold on a second. Dr. Tuttle, I Dr. know Tuttle. computers. Doctor Tuttle. Doctor Tuttle. Doctor Tuttle. Twenty-five. Probably not, because you are in the Ukalam jungles, and you would not be able to figure out where it's coming. No cell towers works to our advantage in this case. Thank Great. God we're in the All jungles right. of my home world. There's no chance we can be tracked, but there's actually a chance. So, what, when can we leave? Minimize your communication. When are we allowed to leave this planet? I'm just checking. Well, you guys are stuck. You <laughs> you signed up for this, Rusty. Quite a while. You're t- you're going on day eleven of the only way out is by foot and air conditioning. Uh, so mm-hmm. you shimmering pile of and you're going further zombies. and further in. So next day, you guys just roll through your massive. Uh, I'm going to put my armor on the next day. You put that armor on. You put that armor on. This is the third day after the uh, temple, correct? Yep. Well, the, correct. the reclining elf, yes. Oh, it's awesome. We're, we're making progress. Maybe I say, Mo, I, I communicate to you and everyone else. Uh, Mo, 
This may be a one-way ticket. Let's let's make it. Let's make it count. Mo yep. has been killing it, and so has Tuttle. Nineteen and twenty. It's all in Hiroji again. What, what am I rolling for? Uh, survival. Survival. No, no. I'm wearing. I'm wearing. I'm wearing a, a suit. Oh my god! You're doing a survival. Chris, do your survival. Shortcut. Roll, just just roll. Shortcut just don't worry about it. Just more. Don't worry about it. Roll a survival. We'll uh, figure it out for you. Uh, Ah. Hold up. It is funny. That's good. It's, oh, it's, it's huge. Nice. 16 plus 9 plus 8. So, yeah, once again, you have you, you know exactly where you're going. You're like, this is so easy. Towards the end of the travel, you start to notice that the jungle is thinning out slightly, and the ground is rising, giving way to a stretch of rolling foothills, crisscrossed by meandering creeks, with sources of the striking peaks of the singing range to the north and west. You know that you are very close to the final destination. We notice that at the end of the day? At the end of the day. Nice. Well, it's still the same routine. Uh, we sleep. Okay. Oh, you uh, sleep. On guard, unless you guys have any rigmarole you want to do. No, you yeah. sleep. And today I'm going to put my armor back on. And okay. Let's do that. Okay. I love AC. So I don't give love me one, one more day of what? survival checks. <laughs> oh, I'm so hurt. You guys are so mean to each other. You know, 16 on survival. 13, 13 on survival assist. 20. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh my Natural 20. 20. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to get twice the mileage. I mean, good Lord. Yeah, we Natural have a 37 20. for our survival. I, fi- I find uh, roots and uh, mushrooms. Critted <laughs> the trail. Smashed the ground so hard a path actually opened up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, fa- I found the marked trail on the... Uh, North the North Trail. Excellent. You have come to your destination, standing <laughs> imperiously on a promontory partway up the mountainside is a temple of elegantly sculptured stone with a single domed tower rising from its center. Expanses of the structure's weathered exterior bear scores of tall glass-paned windows that cause the facade to shimmer in the sunlight. Wide stairs are carved into the rock face, winding back and forth as they ascend to the temple from the ruins below. Uh, wow. Uh, how high does the stairway go? The stairway is... To heaven? Heads up, fellas. We got, uh... This looks a lot like the Stairs to Eternity, which Zahn mentions yeah. a temple with haunted guardians that feasted upon his comrades. So, But I'm sure there's no reason for that. We're going to be fighting right? something. When you guys all say that, the only thing I can think about, Tuttle, Mom, Cheddar, Doctor, the only thing I can think about is how are we going to get the fuck back out of this place? Ah, uh, we'll probably die. It's all oh, good. It's easy. I mean, we is this a one-way ticket? Could be. If only there was somebody from this planet that would help us. Anyhow, you, um, at the very base, 
there are ruins, and it looks like these were houses or a small village of some sort. And this is long, long ago, to the point that there's like really nothing here. This staircase, which is still in fairly good shape, goes up this mountainside several hundred feet before it gets to the top. So does it look like it's a plateau, or are we... Yeah, it looks like a plateau. It looks like it's basically a staircase that goes up to a plateau, whereas this gigantic temple that's domed. I don't have a picture of it, otherwise I would show you. Okay. Uh, Let's advance up the road. Yes. Uh, I put yourselves at the very base of the road. Um, you might want to put yourselves in some marching order of some sort as Hiroji decides to literally run ahead, which is going to yep, be goes first. very, very dangerous, but he's going to do it. Let's see what else. You do notice some items on this path. If someone wants to give me some perception checks. 13. Cadmo. You're, you're pathetic. <laughs> Just the least perceptive. Uh... This climb, by the way, is quite steep. And quite difficult. All right, total uh, perception check of twenty-three. Twenty-three. Yeah, this actually staircase is carved right into the mountain and is in still excellent condition, even though it's been eroded over the ages. You do notice that there appears to have been areas that there were probably statues and other ornaments on this path but they're long gone hmm. okay i'm uh, hiroji do you really want to go that far out ahead yeah I, 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 I actually did go that far yes okay uh jason's point was well taken though do you see anything that could be guardians up ahead that would feast upon the souls of the living well i mean i would hope i'd see horrific things like that right now you see nothing all right well i'm fine with you being out front I mean, Hiroji comes back and is like, all right, all clear. I have my, I have the sniper rifle out, and I'm going to advance. Really? Right. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, I'm go there. Stop. Okay. Well, then you go there. Give me a perception check. Don't you try to sneak or something like that? Shouldn't you be doing that? I, I, you know what? You, you're absolutely right. I should be trying to do that. But I, I mean, you're just moving yourself across the whole map. I mean, this is nuts. I know. He's nuts. Alright, uh, perception, yes? Yes. 31, yeah. a natural 20. A natural 20 for Very perception. Very good. Wow. As you stumble up, you manage to find a plateau that is almost a respite. And you do see there were actually marks in the soil that obviously lots of people and heavy equipment came through here recently. In addition, you notice another stairway that continues up to the north. However, you, okay. however, you also notice in the bushes that are moving, a large creature appears to be eating uh, one of the deceased cultists that died to something horrible. And it notices you at the same time you notice it. No! Roll for combat! Hey everyone, Steve here. 
So sorry I cut it off right there, right as the combat was about to start. But I figured, hey, you gotta cut it somewhere. So yep, they're finally at the Temple of the Twelve. They're finally at the big finale. And I'm gonna tell you, it's not gonna go very well for them. I'm just going to give you a little bit of a spoiler for the next couple of weeks. It's going to go a little wonky for them. So as for this week's PCGM tip, someone actually mentioned this on the Discord channel, is how do you keep your PCs interested in the story? This is something that vexes all GMs, is that we spend so much time and effort, and we read and want to craft the story and really share it with the PCs, and half the time they're joking around, stacking dice, checking their phones, not even paying attention to you. And then when you come back after a week or two and you want to recap the story and no one has any idea what's going on and it is infuriating. So a couple of ways to fix this. The number one way that I have found to fix this is that when you come back after a session and you want to do a recap is you have the PCs do the recap. Do not, as the GM, do the recap. If you do the recap, they will not listen to you and still not pay attention. If you have the PCs do the recap, they'll usually actually all catch on and actually help each other out as they each remember things. And then you can sort of pipe in when they remember something incorrectly, which happens quite a bit. But at least this way, they're somewhat engaged and they're paying attention. The other thing you want to do is I often give individual roles for people. I've said before in the past that I give one person's kind of loot master role where they're in charge of all the loot. And that's something else I also do is make, say, one person in charge of all the note taking, one person in charge of actually reading out loud or giving out the notes to everyone if you find handouts, things like that. Obviously, a lot of Paizo products have handouts, so it's very helpful if someone's actually actively engaged in reading them, and it's not you as the GM. Anything you can do to actually get them involved and roleplay out the materials they find is better. Another nice little trick I try to do, I don't do it on this show too much just because of timing and just the way we record, but a lot of times what happens is whenever somebody looks up a new item, like for example, if you find a magic item or you find some cool armor or a weapon, I have the player look it up and then I have them read it to everyone what it does. I try to have the PCs kind of do as much of the GM's job as possible, and that gets them more engaged. And very rarely will I ever get pushback. Uh, the only downside is sometimes they do go into tangents because they start talking about how cool the item is and who can use it and such, and then you're kind of out of the game. But I think that's kind of a nice thing to do. But as for the actual story itself, that is very tricky. And I kind of, as I said, do a combination of having the PCs recap it every week, Plus, another thing is I also will do recaps, sometimes written, sometimes vocal, but by doing a written recap, you keep track of what you said, because to be honest, you might forget things over a couple of months, and you don't want to give out secrets that you thought you hid from them. So this way you have written recaps, and you just give it to them and send it to them via email or so forth. That way they all have it, and they can continue to add to it. And something else is when the PCs give their recaps, I'll either come in and give a little bit of recap after, or maybe like every four or five sessions, I'll do the recap and then have the PCs help. That way you keep the story on track because if you only have the PCs do the recap, it could turn into a game of telephone and before you know it, you're telling a story that has nothing to do with the adventure you're actually running. 
Now that's not necessarily a bad thing. I heard a really amazing tip at PaizoCon and where people will do murder mysteries and they won't write the ending because what they'll do, they'll let the PCs figure out who was the murderer and the GM will be, oh yeah, you're right, you figured it out. And then the PCs feel amazing. And again, that's something else. Like if you let the PCs keep control of the story and at least feel like they're adding to it, they feel like they're really accomplishing something. And also, quite frankly, when they do come out with things that sort of go against the story sometimes i do keep them in because i'm like oh you know what that's actually a nice little addition to the story and that adds to it without breaking the overall arc but as long as you have a strong overall arc and you kind of know where the beginning middle and end is you can get there one perfect example is the thing I ran at PaizoCon, the Pathfinder-Starfinder crossover. That was only a couple pages long. I had the intros, but then everything else, like the three challenges they did, I just really introduced them, and they did the rest. I had no way of knowing how those were going to end, and they all ended up pretty fine. I didn't know how the combat was going to end. I didn't know how the I definitely didn't know how the role playing was going to end. And even the puzzle I gave them, there was a couple of ways to do it, and the solution they came up with, I had no idea, but I kind of went with it, and everyone was happy. So that's another way you can do it. Anyhow, I gave you guys a whole bunch of little ideas. You can sort of piece those together and take what you like and throw it into your own game. Finally, we've got some show notes. Don't forget, we are running the Pathfinder Society Adventure 1-2. You can listen to that right here on this podcast channel, or you can go to the new Roll for Combat Starfinder Society podcast and subscribe to it just there. Don't forget, we have a new Dead Suns adventure coming out every Tuesday. Please subscribe to us on iTunes and Android. And I see people are reviewing on iTunes. Keep up those reviews, guys. Again, it's a big, big help. All you need to do is go on there and say something nice. And it really helps a lot with the show and the ratings and where it appears on iTunes. Also, check out Jason's Talking Combat column every Thursday. Do check out the Discord. If you want a free t-shirt, just join it and become level 10. You just need to talk and engage with some people. It doesn't take that long, and you get to level 10. Heck, you can even just play games and get to level 10. You just go to discord.rollforcombat.com, and you can join us all there. Don't forget, check out the No Direction podcast, where we are sponsoring all the PaizoCon talks from PaizoCon 2018. 50 talks in total. They are quite awesome. And if you want, go back to No Direction number 179, where I was a guest and we talked about PaizoCon. Also, don't forget, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. If you're on Twitter, do follow us. For some reason, we've got a billion Facebook users and, like, not that many Twitter followers. I'm not exactly sure how that all happened. It's just the way it is. And also, don't forget, you can even check out our Reddit channel. It's still kind of quiet over there, but we do post everything on there. It looks like all the discussions sort of moved over to our Discord channel. But if you guys start on Reddit, I'll be there as well, talking to you. As Don't forget, check out our Patreon. And do stay tuned that we are going to be playing 1-02 Fugitive on the Red Planet. I know it's a very popular Starfinder Society adventure. And we are gearing up big time for the Pathfinder playtest. Oh boy, we're going to be doing a lot of stuff for that. We're just sort of resting right now. Getting ready for the huge amount of content that's going to be created for that. Both on the show and Paizo and a whole bunch of things. We're working closely with them. And you guys will find out all about that in the near future. Anyhow, with that, have a good holiday week, and I will talk to you next week. See ya. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, a Starfinder actual play podcast. 
If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com or drop us a line at contact at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and other social media platforms. listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember Rusty Carter's motto, I'm sure you have a lot to say, but hear me out first. <laughs>